Ooh, I think we're live. We are live. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Driven in Purpose. I am your host, Alice M. Robinson. I'm so excited. We are stepping into season two. Amazing, amazing. Had a little bit of a break, but we're ready to go back in it. I'm so excited. We have an amazing guest on tonight. I have known her 30 years, over 30. I don't want, well, I can tell my age. Over 30, over 30 years, she may not want me to tell hers, but she looks fabulous. Um, but I've known her an extremely long time. And it is an honor and a privilege to have Shepherdess Ivy Butler with us on today in Driven and Purpose. Oh, so excited. Hi. I am amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm so excited because I turned a big 5-3 today. Happy yes. birthday, queen. That is awesome. And I said, I'm so glad I don't look like it. In fine club, okay? I, I'm telling you, I said, I finally made it. I told him I finally done grew up. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited. And I said, what a perfect day. Oh my. To go back and start driven in purpose to start season two. And it was a perfect day to start with one of my girlfriends, my bestie. You know, we don't have, I can say I don't have, I say acquaintances, but I can call you my sister. Absolutely. I call you my friend. Yeah. And that's that's amazing. That way back. Yeah. And I, I I can count them on one hand how many ones that I call friends. Yeah. And so I can name you among my friends, which is amazing. It's amazing. I, I'm honored. That's amazing. So we tell us a little bit, the, the viewing audience, about um, what's her? I did. I introduced her. Yeah. My kids trying to put in their little perks in the background. Hey, girls. You're doing a wonderful job. And obviously, hey, they are waving. <laughs> they are waving. So Q&A real quick. Those that are going to be watching this for the first time, that are viewing live and that are going to come back um, later and watch and listen to on our other socials. Driven in Purpose is about finding your purpose in God and how to get there um, and to then be dri driven in it um, and understand that purpose is not just spiritually, but it's also naturally goes hand in hand. So you're going to be meeting people from all across the world talking about being driven in purpose. They're going to teach you some sound wisdom, how to get to your purpose and then how to maintain it. So Shepherdess Butler. Give us a little background on, um, you know, know um, your who you are, so they know uh, a little bit about you. Well, born and raised from the big windy city, Chicago, Illinois, was married, um, relocated to Muskegon, Michigan for a little bit, uh, some years, I should say. And then um, our family relocated to uh, South Bend, Indiana. And currently, I am the senior pastor of Power and Praise Crusade Ministry, located in Mishawaka, Indiana. Um, we were blessed um, with my husband, Bishop Rico Butler. Um, we co-founded New Vision Christian Academy. It's a private Christian K through 12th grade um, school. I am a professor, um, adjunct professor at IUSB, as well as IB Tech. Right now, I am so close. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm almost Dr. Ivy Butler, and I am beyond excited about what God has done. Yay. So just a little bit about me. I am 
um, want to inspire, empower, um, I believe in bringing people hope, um, lifting their spirits, because often we feel that when we go through things in our lives, that that's it, it's over. But I'm that person that's going to push you to let you know that there's more to you. There's more, you know, there's more to your life story. It doesn't end. I, I just need you to end that chapter, turn the page and start a new chapter and start yeah. writing your life. Yeah. 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 And that, that's important. So when we talk about the word um, driven and purpose, and I know everybody has their definition, um, but when you hear the word driven and purpose, what would you say it means to you? When I hear the word driven, I hear determination. I hear a push. I hear no stopping me um, until I reach my destination, until I reach um, my prize, my goal, my my deserving outcome. Because sometimes when we go through things, we feel that when the blessing comes, we're not deserving. And so when I say uh-huh. driven, it is a mindset of determination, not stopping until I obtain my destination, my goal, my right. end goal. Mm-hmm. And I like the word when you said push, press. That was actually one of the words that we lit, we used when we did one of our um, podcasts. Okay. And it means to push, to force. Yeah, and pursue. And not just yes. to pursue aggressively, which means you can't be laid yes. out when you begin to press. And I know that when um, Paul was talking about, I press towards the mark. It is a aggressive movement. And I believe that mm-hmm. we have to be aggressive, um, being able to forget those things behind and press forward. A lot of times we allow our past to hinder us. And um, and some people even feel that their past will not qualify them. But I want you to know that you're qualified um, for the task that God has assigned to your life. I tell people, if you're breathing, if you're breathing, <laughs> you're qualified. Absolutely. Because you have the breath of God in you. Huh? Yeah. I said, absolutely. you have the breath of God in you. So that qualifies you. And, mm-hmm. you know, I told them on Sunday, not only does it qualify you, but you are commanded Yes. You are yes. obligated yes. because of the breath that is he has in your body. And I think a lot of times, like you were saying, people think that they are not equipped or they are not up to par or how can this be me doing this? Yes. How can God want to use me with my past being the way that it is? And I think a lot of times we are fearful. I know when it came to me starting Driven and Purpose, I had a lot of apprehensiveness about starting this. I did not think I was equipped. I did not. I didn't think I was. I was like, how would you choose me to do such an important thing to bring um, this type of message to your people about walking in their purpose and not just walking in it, but being driven in it. And I know from my point of view, I struggled almost two years before I said, yes, I will do it. But I know while I struggled, stuff was not going right. Uh, I wasn't happy. I wasn't content. And I think you knew that because I tried to figure out where I was moving, 
where I was going. I was like, I'm going here. I'm going there. I was up and down because I, I, I was fighting against something that God wanted me to do just because I did not feel that I was equipped to do it. And I, I believe when we get to the point that we think what we can do, then we lose that power. I understand that it is not me, my human ability, that I trust God. And um, in trusting him, I know he's going to give me the tools. He's going to equip me with what I need to complete the assignment. I often tell women and people in general, don't abort your assignment. And that happens when we feel that absolutely that we're not worthy and he didn't call me and you see others on the platform and, and you wish, man, I want to be there, but you can just walk into the purpose, walk into um, the light that God has designed for your life. I, I stay in my lane and I'm comfortable in being me. I tell people all the time, I can't be anyone else. It's just, this is what you get. Um, this is me. Um, I love me. You know, I'm excited about life. And um, I'm at a point now when you in those different stages in life that I'm going to live joyous. I'm going to enjoy life and I'm going to do whatever the assignment is the best of my ability. Now, because there is purpose. purpose. Were you, was you always at this point? And I think a lot of people times when people see us in this season yeah they're like man because i have to tell them all the time the way i look now wasn't the way i looked absolutely three, four years ago or five years ago i had a absolutely. different a look to me and it wasn't i tell people it wasn't a real good look but i had a look a look to me and yeah. i so i think a lot of times when they see us in this season they're kind of like man I don't think I can ever get to that point, but they don't understand where we were at when we were in that, I call it the pit moment. Okay. The pit season. Okay. Where we didn't know, okay, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. I've been there. Yeah. But what I am going to do, God, is I'm going to trust you. Trust you. While I go through that. And that's what, you know, we're trying to teach them that, Okay, I understand that this may be the season you're in now. And but this is where God wants to send you to. It's yeah. just you sticking it out. Absolutely. Until you get to that point. Absolutely. I, I have to concur with you. Uh the the season of I don't know what's about to happen, but I trust God. Um, we have similar stories and um, not knowing my next, you know, and so I had to pray. I had to trust God. I know there was something for me to do, um, but I didn't know exactly what. And so in, in finding out purpose, you have to have the faith to believe, the faith to start making those steps towards something. Right. And in, in those steps, you'll learn, okay, exactly what God is calling or have called you to do. Um, for me, as I say, inspiring others, um, giving them hope because so many feel that when they've gone through things that that's it and the enemy have convinced them. But I am that voice to say, listen, there's more. There's more to your life. There's something else that God has in store for you. And you have to say it every day because the enemy is going to fight 
every yeah. single day. And I'll then share this story. And I just shared a few um, weeks ago when I was going through my season, as you say, the pit season, um, not knowing exactly what was going to happen next. And what I learned was time kept ticking. Yeah. We talking. You see this clock right here. It never stopped. Right. And I had to make that decision if I'm going to move forward, if I'm going to rise or I'm going to sink and stay stuck. Yeah. A lot of people have placed their vehicle, right, that mm-hmm. use that as an analogy in neutral because you don't know what direction to go. But on tonight, I want you to move and shift the gear mm-hmm. and drive. Put your foot, your spiritual foot. <laughs> on that accelerator, that gas pedal, and drive through it. Sometimes it's not an easy ride, but Mm -hmm. some roads you have to take to get to that destination. So on tonight, I want to encourage someone that you may be on that bumpy road, but don't be afraid to go through. Or in the event you get to the point that the road is blocked, I want you to know there's a detour. Your your end result is getting to your destination. Nothing oh, else yes. Because I want to be in God's will. And in order for me to continue, I have to seek him and allow him to direct my path. Yeah. And we have to learn when you talk about the the car and the vehicle and how we get on the road. And, and sometimes we have a natural storm when we're driving and we live in the state of Michigan. I know you're in Indiana and we know winter can be horrible, terrible. And we have to have them slow down moments. Yeah. And I call them the pause moments. Sometimes we have to have a pause moment. Yes. And it doesn't mean that we get off of track. Sometimes we got to wait just a little bit. Like you said, idle the vehicle just for a little bit until the storm settles. Yes. And then you move on. Yes. I remember, um, um, Pastor Wesley and uh, my husband and I, we were in uh, in his wife's Phyllis and we were all um, heading from Muskegon, traveling back to Chicago, but we were in a bad storm. And um, we saw cars that were going off the road, just sliding off. We saw accident, but we knew it took us over eight hours wow, to, wow. to get back. But what we did, we took our time you know, um, yep. we actually slid into a ditch and what they did, they got out, they shoveled, right? And yep. they got right back on the road and we continued until we got to that destination. And sometimes those are the things that you have to deal with when we say that or sliding over to a ditch. Those are some of the pitfalls or yep. the seeds that the enemy try to put in front of you or the obstacles that the enemy will try to use to stop you from reaching your destination. You know, you have to keep going, even if you have to slow down. Hey, sometimes just don't stop. You know, you may have to slow down. We were going zero, uh, five miles per hour. We we couldn't believe it. But finally, but when we got to our destination, we were so excited. We wasn't thinking about like, man, it took us eight hours to get here, yeah, people yeah. have to realize, you know, our time and we know, okay, we say three hours and we're going to be there, but eight hours, but we made it. 
Yeah. And I think sometimes that's how we see our life, our spiritual life. I should already be there. Oh my God. Yes. But it's a process. It's a process to everything. And a lot of times we don't want to go through, through that process of getting where we got to go. We just want everything quick, everything fast. Cause I, I know me, I know me when, when, when I was going through, uh, with Chris and, you know, after God had transitioned him out of here mm-hmm. and I was like, um, I know I was talking to you. We was talking a lot. Absolutely. It was like, come on, come on. I like when you call me queen, come on, queen, come on, sis, you got this. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I got to the point to where I, was, I could take a breather, I could breathe. And I remember when I said, okay, God, what you want me to do? Yeah. And I went into this, I think my girls thought I was losing it. I went into screaming mode. If you just tell me what you want me to do, yeah. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I was screaming, I was screaming. And I said, what, what's the problem that you won't just tell me? But it was a process that I had to go through yeah. to get to the point to where God could speak to me. Yes. And say, okay, now I can tell you what I have for you to do. Oh, man. And, and the scripture says, I know the thoughts that I think yeah. towards you. Yes the thoughts of good and not of evil. Mm -hmm. And I have an expected end for you. And I could not for the longest time see any expected end. I'll tell everybody I had the biggest banner. Come on. It says, this is how life is always going to be. It's never going to get no better. Yeah. But it does if you stay in the process. And we have to learn that a lot of times, I'll say, I would say 90% of the time, the things that we go through, if we allow God to take those things and use them as a building block to build us, yes. it can push us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some, some of those circumstances will push us into the purpose. I had um, written something that purpose can bring tears. Mm-hmm. I know that God is working. Um, purpose can bring frustration. And I know those that are listening to me and perhaps will tune in later. You have to know purpose can bring some frustration. But know God is working. Purpose can bring some uneasiness. You know, you're uncomfortable. But I had to trust God and know that he was working on my behalf because it was not about me. It was about God's plan. It was about God's purpose and God's timing. Yeah, a lot yeah. of times, and that's yeah, his plan, his purpose, his timing. And so, uh, when we went through what I went through, um, a storm um, came and is a literal storm, um, and I just couldn't go anywhere. You know, at that time, you mm-hmm. want to just forget it, you want to just throw, you know, there's just so many emotions yeah. that people go through, and even when they say, Hey, I went through what you went through, is different based on your husband, your wife, or whatever relationship that you are um, going through at that particular time. So I had to learn to trust God, no matter what, crying with tears, but I trust God. I stood on his word. And I tell people often, there is a word over your life. There's a promise. I know that sometimes you have to go through. Sometimes you got to shout your way through. Sometimes you have to pray yourself through it. Um, Got to have the faith and believe God that he's going to see us through. I had to understand that it was working out for my good. Who I was, as I tell people, is not who I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I look at, it's not, and I look at myself now 
Mm-hmm. And and I and I think back of where I was, and I said, yes. God, you have really matured me oh a God. whole lot to compare to what lot. I was. I know that it was a plan with it because yeah. I, I I I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't be doing this five years ago. Absolutely. But it was it was meant for this season, this time, for yeah. to walk in in this and then be driven in it. Cause I tell the girls, the girls be like, mom, we're tired. There's a drive. Yes. Um, that I have is I'm compelled to go. I'm yeah. compelled to do. And, and you know what, in this, I find so much joy. Oh my. And you know, I went from taking, I think I told this on one podcast show and I was like, and I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but I'm grateful for deliver. And I think, you know, I was taking eight, to nine different blood pressure meds and nothing was controlling my blood pressure. And it really was because I was operating it out of disobedience. Yeah. But when I fell in line, now y'all I'm saying for real, but, but when, but when I fell in line, do you know, I came off of all of that. Absolutely. Uh, brought everything down to normal because you, you, it's stress, you know, um, we lost a loved one. A husband is stressed. Um, people have lost family members. Stress. Um, losing their jobs. Stress. Uh, financial issues. Stress. Mm-hmm. Um, divorce. Stress. And we don't realize how that silent killer can mess us up completely. That mm-hmm. our vision is clouded. Our mind, you know. Uh, it just becomes out of whack. You know, we don't know exactly what's going on. So those things, like you said, you're trying to fix the problem, but you're creating another problem because yeah. that's really not the problem. You have to find out what is the root? What, yeah. Why am I uh, stressed? Why am I going through? The problem is we haven't accepted the fact that our life has changed. Yeah. And that's hard. And I think it is. It's very hard to say, okay, God, now that everything has changed. Yeah. What do I do from here? And the problem I tell people, don't ask God. Don't ask him. Right. You, some most of the time you don't want the answer. Right. And you're not going to tell really? you to do. Yeah. So don't ask, don't ask him if you don't want to receive the answer and then do what he's telling you to do. Absolutely. And that's where we, we put ourselves out of the will of God. Absolutely. And if I could pour, I told him, if I could pour into you, the things that God has in store. Oh my. The plans that he has for you yes. and how amazing it is. If you would just step in. Yes. To the purpose that God has for you. Absolutely. Just how much you'll settle. Yes. He'll settle you. And then I said, not only he'll settle you, but then he'll establish you. Come on. And yes. if you can just get into God, yes. get into what he wants you to do. And then, you know, what? And, and I told, and I told one of my girlfriends, I said, because I had got to the point, and I think I talked to you about this. I did. I'm pretty sure about wanting to be married again. Absolutely. And it became almost overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, if you can take your eyes off of that. Okay. And just focus on me and what I have assigned you to do. I'll take care of that. Come on. Just focus on that. And then my anxiety level came all the way down. Yeah. Because I wasn't so focused on that. If we can just get focused on ministry 
and trust God to take care of that. And we take care of our business, the, how he will settle us in him. Absolutely. And still, um, I, I feel that you have to get out. You can't just sit in that one. Okay. Um, and I, I, I believe that if you're available, you, you need to step in that place and not be afraid, mm -hmm. you know, um, to, to do those things, to interact, to connect with others, uh, coming out your comfort zone. And a lot of times, you know, people are afraid because they don't know how, you know, getting back out there and dating all over again is totally, totally different now than what it yeah. was when we were dating years ago. And so then, um, not focusing on that, but like you said, focusing on that. Because it's yeah. like, okay, I have to love me and I'm presenting myself to say, okay, now I'm ready for my next, you know. Right. So right. You're right. You're taking care of God. It's a lot of things that yeah. um, people are afraid to change. People are afraid to shift. And yeah. it's okay that change comes. It's okay that seasons change. And it's okay to be doing his will. And it's okay to desire to be married again. And I want yeah. you to know and everybody else, it's okay to it's love. Okay. <laughs> it's okay to go to dating. Go go on a date. It's it okay is. Go it is. Trip. It, it's okay to live and have some fun. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. But did you always think that way? Were you always in this space to be like, okay, it's, it's, it's okay. Because I wasn't there. I am in the season now that I can say, I'm all good. I'm okay. Well, you know, you know I want to say um, I had some who thought that um, say you're just holding on, you're just holding on. And it says, no, you got to have be ready for that right someone to come. And um, it is it, it, different from each person on where they at, whether it's a man mm -hmm. or a woman, it's just kind of different. Um, and I told them even on probably a couple of few days ago um, it's difficult for women. Um, because it's not like at one time they say, oh, you got to go to this, this conference and you got to learn how to cook. You got to learn mm -hmm. how to do all that. Women now have learned, know how to cook, know how to clean, mm -hmm. you know, educated. Even if you, you got a skill or a, a tool, Ooh, yeah. whatever, you got it together. But it's a challenge because that is slim. And yeah. They have so many women feeling uncomfortable because they're thinking that something is wrong with them, and it's not. It's not. Yeah. So until Mr. Right comes, I want you to enjoy life. I don't want yeah. you to be in the house depressed. I don't want you to feel like you can't do anything else. I'm going to live life until he find me. And you do amazing living life. I told you I need to move. I said, I need to move down there where you at. Because I'd be like, I'm telling you, Shepherdess Butler, be living life. And you look absolutely gorgeous, amazing. We've been talking about, I've been trying to get out there forever to be styled. I said, I need to go. So you, you, you could go. I thought, because I thought today I was looking cute. You are looking cute, girl. I was, like, okay. I was looking so cute. queen. Said, my girls was, I had them real. I said, I look good. I you said, I look any. We're, we're Facebook Live. If there are any eligible young men out there, it is her birthday. This is a great woman. Um, I love Miss Alice, and it's okay to love again. It's okay to. It is. It is. You look good, girl. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it, it's a it, all good men. 
<laughs> thank you for the input. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for the plug-in. Oh, thank you for the plug-in. But you know, it it is amazing. It is yeah. amazing. This season. Absolutely. It's absolutely amazing. And you know, I'm excited. And you know, it was a it was a long time before I got to this point to where I could just laugh and talk about it. And talk about it. Um, and then and, and be okay. Absolutely. And be okay and be and be good. And I think women need to know that. I think people, men need to know that it's okay when you know you get to that point that you're able to share and you're not as emotional. Yeah. Um, and it's okay even if you get emotional because that's a sensitive area. But you're able to talk. And my my season now is helping others. I yeah. want to help women. I'm excited. I'm preparing uh, for some things on next year and. I I am really really excited. We this year we launched the Michiana Gospel Fest and Amazing. we're doing our empowerment uh, sessions. And I'm just really excited about what God has in store in 2024 uh, for us. But before we get there, He's done a lot of things, and He still got time to do whatever else we got. Our we are in the last quarter of 2023. Wow. And we got to say God has been good. Yeah. Uh, no complaints. God has been good. We yeah. all have something that we can say, but God has been good. I I I just I thank God. Um, as we embark on this last quarter, everyone knows I start praying. Um, I'm preparing myself to pray again on Thursday and and share as we begin to end 2023. And I want people to know that God still got time. You know, you don't have to wait. You know, yes, yes. Or so many sides saying, "Oh, uh, getting that resolution together." I want you to know that your midnight experience can happen right now. It doesn't ooh, have to ooh. happen at. Uh, 31st at 11.59, your midnight experience can happen right yeah. now. I can change your life right now. Please, oh, yeah. can, it can do, it can happen right now. God can do it right now. So, yeah. and you know, I don't do, I don't do, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I, I don't. do every year. And it's, yeah. you know, if that's a thing. That's that's a thing. I just tell the Lord, help me to do what I'm supposed help to do. Me. Yes. Just to do what I'm supposed to do. And, and that's it. Because I know me. Absolutely. I ain't going to keep it. <laughs> I'm going to listen. Because yes. I, said, I said, I ain't going to eat. I'm going to work out. I said, that's I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat healthy. And I started good. But I didn't run the whole <laughs> the whole race. I ended it. I, I didn't run the whole race. But, this, but when we come to the things of God. Yes. That's one race we want to finish. Absolutely. This is one course that we don't want to, to stop. Absolutely. And when you find what God wants you to do, what your purpose is, whether it's spiritually and naturally, because those two go hand in hand, mm -hmm. the things that God will do for you, the doors that he will open is absolutely amazing. So this season of Driven and Purpose 2, I never thought that it would it would go this far yeah i thought maybe season one would be it and that was it but god said no go a little further and how it is inspiring people to say you know what yeah god's got something so much bigger for me and yeah. i preached a message one time don't don't be upset about god's no 
Okay. Know that there's greater in his no. Yes. Because just because because what he said no to, if you just wait, he gonna show up and he gonna do something so much greater. So I said, don't don't be mad about the no. Be like, Lord, I thank you for the no. Right. Because there's something so much greater. Because I wanted to do something different than yes. driven in purpose. I did. I, I wanted to do something driven in purpose. But when I stepped into this, mm-hmm. I mean, just what he what he is what he is doing, and most of all, the boldness. Because you know, I didn't used to talk a whole lot. Yes. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I. Listen, that's for all of us. I used to say when um, when I was young, young in ministry, um, I hated to get up and say anything. So I knew at the end of the service that you know I used to say, and we want the wife to get up and say something. At that time, I take the baby to the bathroom. I don't want to have anything. And it was one pastor. Oh my God, he waited until I came out. With the baby, um, Sister Butler, we still want you to have some words to say. So you absolutely right. You know, you, yes. you come out of that shell. And I yes. I remember, I can't remember what year was it. We had came down and we were in service. And I remember saying, and you know, you got to laugh at me because I still got these shoes. I don't wear them. You remember uh, the shoes? You took off your feet and you gave to me. Oh my God. No, I don't. It's been a while. Are you They were a champagne color with a little, uh, bead or crystal on the top. Yes. Oh you don't remember that? God. I said, those are the kiddest shoes. And you said, you like them? I said, yes, I do. So the woman of God took her shoes off her feet. Oh my God. And gave them to me. Now, you know what? That is a long time ago. Oh my God. That's how long we didn't know each other. <laughs> Oh, that is so sweet. And you still got them shoes. Yes, I do. I got them in the box. Oh, now that is. Probably should let them go. <laughs> no, you keep them. <laughs> I, I kept them shoes, but that impacted me. And I don't think you do how. And we're not that far in age. We're not. No. But when I looked at you, I was like, man, I want to be like her. Oh. I did. I said, just the anointing that I could see on your life. And how you could hit the floor, even though you were kind of shy, but how you would hit the floor and how you would shift the atmosphere. And I remember, Chris, I said, we need to to be like that. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Listen, Alice, people really don't know how shy I really am. I know you Because when you used to hit that floor, I was like, it was God. I was like, I want to be like that. And even even now, because you know it's funny because your nieces, I call my the girls your nieces, and they was like, Mom, when we're going to power and power and praise, especially the girl, they they love power and praise. It is a powerful, a powerful ministry. Now I tell everybody, if you go to power and praise, uh huh, one thing you're gonna want to have is some shoes, and they're gonna want to be flats. Listen, you don't want to be tennis shoes. Hey, if you gonna go, you gonna praise him. You gonna praise him, and not only that, but you deliverance is in the house. Oh, now if you come up in there and you don't get what you need, ain't nobody fault. But your own, but your own. But that's one ministry that if you really want to be delivered, my God, if you really want to grow. That's where you need to go. Because I thought for sure that's where we was going. I said, Lord, if you just pick me up. Listen and movement, movement. Stop being. I was. Praying. I tell people all the time that 
Um, and the Lord has blessed. Now, one thing he had shared with my husband and I, and he says that we'll never, um, went through a stage when we had, when we first started and had church in our basement. And so we call our basement members. We was having people to join in the basement as Elder Anderson and Sister Anderson at that time. Some of the others and the Fishers was with us. And he shared that on the stages that we were going through, that some things that we would never have to worry about. He says, we're going to always have some members and we're going to have people to come to the ministry and some may not join the ministry, some, but they're going to support. They're going to work in the ministry as if they are part of it. And I must say that God has held true to his word because even now we have members all over. Now some have, and thank God for the lab. I know people, technology, that people are able to sow seeds and people are able to support. And I have a team and I am grateful to God to have a team that don't all live in the Michiana community. You know, um, we have those that have worked with me in the Texas and Florida area and um, Chicago, just Michigan area. So I feel that those are my air down in Georgia, you know, and friends down there. And I am grateful to God um, what he's doing. And ministry is different, you know, and I am grateful that we can reach beyond the Michigan community. So I thank you and the girls for being a support and even surprising me um, for my first um, gospel. We had it for years, for years in the parking lot. And so this year, God says, launch and do something greater. And so I was so elated to be supported by the mayor of South Bend. Um, Him and his wife, they just have been a blessing. I thank God for them. Um, Those churches and, and friends and partners and sponsors, I am grateful for them. And you and your family came and I was totally surprised. I turned around and all these faces, I said, oh my God. So I am so honored that I tell you sometimes if you can't come physically and relocate here, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but you know, you never know because I put the house on the market. I told you about that a couple of days ago. Yeah, and yeah, I, 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 I'm letting it go. Home by the water. Uh, it, it can go. I don't like the sand. <laughs> I don't like the sand. Woo! Anyway. You know, I don't like the sand anyway. So the house is on the market. And how do you, you know, feel? I don't know where I'm going. Huh? How do you feel? You know what? It, it's it's. At first, it bothered me. Okay. Not to where I was selling it. I didn't like people in my house. Oh, that was get, that was that was getting on my nerves. Yeah. about people in and out right but i let it go yeah but it's it's another chapter like uh we talked about a little bit earlier yeah before we started the stream about or no you actually mentioned about slipping flipping the page yeah that chapter has ended and it's time to turn the page yeah. and that's really what i'm doing and the that's lord told cool. me and you know, a whole lot of people talked to me and they was like girl i wouldn't sell that house it's a beautiful i have a beautiful home my husband did a beautiful job amazing job but the Lord said, it's time to let go of the past. I agree. And then walk on away because I got something greater for you. So wow. let it go. Everybody was starting, girl, you should start a B&B and, and blah, blah, blah. Now that's now, a good idea too. <laughs> and I relocated. I did. I did. I agree. Um, and I had even considered returning and purchasing the home again because it, it became unsafe. 
And my brother-in-law told me, no, no, um, let it go. Let it go. And that's what I'm doing. Holding on to. And yeah. so I am happily where God has me. Um, so listen, and I go back and forth, you know, because at one time you feeling that if you go and purchase another home, like you're stuck. And that's how I was feeling. I'm just stuck, 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 stuck. And no, I learned that um, you have Bishop Jace and everyone else. Um, and he was preaching one day and he shared, listen, and it, I know it was for me. He says, stop thinking that you stuck, right? If you go and purchase mm. home, um, because he says people purchase homes and they live here for a time and they live there. He says, so I have properties, you know, throughout the States. And then when wow. I get to the stage of now I'm ready to sell, he says, now I'm able to enjoy. And I'm grateful for the wisdom that he shared. And yes, sometimes you have to shift. Sometimes yeah. you have to relocate. But like you said, it's your decision and you yeah. decide what you want to do and what's best. And it's okay to walk away. And that's what yeah. I did. And I, so I just don't know where I'm going. I just yeah. don't know where I'm going. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting to, to download. Liz, I did the same thing when um where I was staying. And when I went through, I just, <laughs> I threw everything. I went into madness. <laughs> I literally threw everything away. And you're right. They asked me, where are you going? I don't know, but I'm getting out of here. Right. And God brought a storm like no other. And I just couldn't go because I was trying to get away from the fact of the reality. Uh, yeah. You know? and that's funny. That's funny. Because we kind of did the same thing. Yeah. We did the same thing because I cleaned my house out. My life and your life has been an open book. So yeah. I've been transparent and I've had so many people to take this journey with me um, and they can see. I had a young lady, Brandy Franklin, and I know she doesn't mind me sharing that. She wrote on Facebook a few days ago and I hadn't had a chance to see it because I um, you know, was finishing up some things for this course. And it was such a moving word that she shared. And I told her, I said, I couldn't hide if I tried, you know, yeah. God allowed that to be for a reason. I wanted others to see that you can stand. Um, and it, it is a challenge. It's not like you go, you have four kids. So you mean that everything was going well and then your life changed. So you have to make that decision because it's not like you can't get a man. You exactly. have to get the right man. Right man. Yeah. You want your name on everybody's label. You know, mm -hmm. and then if I'm going to stand for the Lord, that's what I decided to do. And it's a decision that, um, you know, we have to embrace um, yeah. to that time come. And it's all right. It is. And that's so funny, though, when you talked about getting rid of everything out the house. All I can do laugh because dead winter. Oh, my God. We're throwing out couches. I'm putting couches on the street. I was throwing out mattresses. I was throwing out almost I was putting and people's like, and this is almost brand new furniture. I was putting everything out. And people's like, are you selling this? I said, no, take it. I'm telling and people, and a blizzard came. And so wherever I was gonna go, which is funny, we couldn't go nowhere. Snow was so high. I'm telling you, three. I said, okay, so you got me trapped in here, Lord. He did, and I said the same thing. Yeah. Trapped, and I had to face some things. And yeah. I know it was good for my listen. 
everybody was there with all my children was there. I was okay. And the spouse, I was fine. And um, I thank God for my children, my Miss T. I tell people that all the time. I love that girl um, because she helped me. She nursed me back to where I needed to be because I wouldn't eat. I um, lost about 70 pounds and didn't really realize it. And she was telling me, mom, come on, 30 pounds, 30 pounds. Now, wait, I got to get that right. It was 30 pounds. <laughs> I need to lose about that. 30, 30 pounds. Let me make sure it's 30 pounds. And um, just trying to deal with it, you know, and I tell women now, don't stress because, you know, things happen when you begin to stress. You look and, old. You know, I, I had to learn how to get things back in order to, again. Yeah. I had to learn how to live. I began to speak to my own self. Yes. I began to pray for my own self. I believe to speak life mm -hmm. and your own self and things begin to turn around. So I thank God for my children. I love them. I'm proud of them. They are married. They're grown. They have children. They have degrees. They have homes. I did it. You know, um, mm -hmm. after my last child got married and He's doing his thing. I was able to take a deep breath and say, oh, I did it. I got a little, I still got a little way to go. I got a little way to go. I got a little way You've to go. You've been doing it. Them girls. And I have. Yeah. I, I commend anyone because how do you go from married to single and trying to, you know, make sure that things are good? And the only thing I kept telling the kids, we're going to be all right. Did I know yes. we going to be all right? Yes. I didn't know that. But I had yeah. to trust him. And I must say, listen, it will be 10 years in December. Wow. Yesterday, October 7th, um, it was the name, the Bishop Rico Butler Day uh, from the mayor, uh, Mr. Walker. But I, I honored the man. I honor mm -hmm. who he was. I honor because he was powerful and there's no yeah. other one. Like, I love that guy. And he, I mean, he was just my guy. Rico. Rico. <laughs> my baby and I love him. Yeah. And so now, you know, um, I remember driving and when I was going through and I lost the pound and I found myself in the hospital, um, laying out and, um, I'm don't know what, and realized that in losing the weight so quickly, it shifted numbers within my body. Mm -hmm. I can hear laying on that table because I'm not one to go to the hospital for anything or take medicine. Um, and so it was just for babies. So this particular time, I'm laying there and they put saline, just water and salt water. And I felt, oh my God, you know? And so he was like, oh my God. And it's June 18th. And I remember it to this day. And I see that the clock is just ticking and ticking and ticking. And I said, Lord, you mean to tell me I'm about to die the day before my birthday? I said, this is just crazy. And so as I laid there and I hear my husband's voice say, you know, you ain't doing what I told you to do. You know, there's absolutely nothing else you can do. I'm no longer here. And so I had to make that decision. I had to live. And yeah. I wanted to live. Yeah. And I needed to be present. I tell people who have lost a spouse, you have to be present. And we talk about two things, very various situations that you go through. And that was one for me. And um, I tell them, 
you know, during that time, you have to be present. You have to be purposeful. Um, you have to be positive. You have to be productive. You have to stay focused. You have to have a determination. And that's where driven and purpose comes from. You know, it's coming from yeah. those different situations. You know, when everything is good, you ain't worrying about anything. So how are you going to react when things are not going the way you thought it should have gone? You know, how, yeah. how are you going to act and handle things when you thought life was going to be this way and it changed from a, you know, people say, oh, uh, overnight. No, my life changed in a breath. Yeah, yeah it did. You know, and it then did. you have things that was placed in my in my hand that I didn't ask for. But yeah. it is here and we're running with it and God has been good since that time and I'm excited about it. So I think, like you said, you find who you are through that and yeah. through you with this, you have that opportunity to share with others, man, driven in purpose, meaning that it just didn't come by chance. That was a push. Yeah. You know what I mean? That caused you to say, man, there's more and yeah. your voice needs to be heard yeah. and others need to know that they're, is something on this other side of your pain. There's purpose. Wow. Yeah. Other side of your pain. There, there's purpose. And I had to realize that something good is got to come out of this. Something. Yeah. So. And it did. It made you beautiful. I mean, you were already beautiful, but oh, who you. you are now is phenomenal. God is good. You and I know you were like, I don't want to tap, but just the fuel the things that are behind you. Mm -hmm. And that's what my little thing says that has pushed you or driven you in purpose. And yeah. so I would encourage people on the night, let that, let your past absolutely be the fuel that pushes you and allows you to be driven in your purpose. So I know we have, you know, we have such similar stories absolutely. and such similar testimonies about what God has did for us and has brought us to this time and this season and um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. You know, I, I, a lot of people, some people know about my oldest daughter, me and Chris's oldest daughter and how, you know, she was sick. He was sick. Then I had two younger ones, but not one time did God ever let me miss a step or yes. miss a beat. And he kept saying, oh, I could hear the scripture. He says, whose report do Come you on. believe? So no matter yes. how the situation looked, the faith, I was like, Lord, I trust you. Even in this, there's something good that's going to come out of this. And so I have a, a, in a beautiful 19-year-old daughter that's in her second year of college. I didn't, you know, by faith, I said, okay, Lord, she going to live. Yes. Because she was a two-day plastic. And I know you knew that. And she had to have a bone marrow transplant. But what the physicians were saying and what it looked like was different. But yes. God had a different plan. Yes. Amazing purpose. And so I tell her when I look at her, I said, girl, if you knew, and she knows because she's saved. I yes. said, what God has did for you. And then not only that, and I can't tell the whole story, but he gave us a ram, gave us the middle daughter. Yes. So she matched her identically and was able to give her bone marrow. So a purpose. Yeah. So everybody. Yeah. Everybody has a purpose. Absolutely. We're not just here to be here. And it's just tapping into God. Yes. Him. Yes. And if you call on him, he will answer. He will answer. And that and that is a promise. Yes. So just ask God if, if you really want to know what your purpose is in God. 
just ask him and he'll he'll tell you what it is and just be willing. And then, like we say, put your get in the car, put your seatbelt on, start the car, and prepare for the ride. Get the gas. So yes. I am so grateful. Yes, you joined me on tonight. Yes. And remain I know that faithful. Tell them remain faithful through yes. um your storm. Remain yeah. faithful. You and have I have to. Oh my God. You have to because if you don't, mm -hmm. it'll be your demise. It Absolutely. really will. It really will. If I really could tell you how and when Chris passed, I was looking to die. Yeah. Wow. I was looking, I was going to the doctor waiting for them to tell me that something was wrong. And yeah. if they would have, I wasn't going to get treatment. My God. But how God will take your mind and he'll change it. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, wait a minute. But isn't that killing myself though too? Right. If yeah. I'm looking to die and don't have to say, that's not my plan for you. Yes. That I do have a purpose for you. Now what I need you to do, don't give up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't quit. Absolutely. I, and I agree. I have to concur because after that being uh, afraid to even drive and I always tell, and I shared this story with sister Pharaoh and um, just like you said, uncomfortable because, you know, if I was traveling and about to get on the plane, I'll make sure the kids know all this. And it was not a healthy way of traveling yeah. because <laughs> in the back of your mind, you're thinking something yeah what if and it was not healthy and no, so no. i remember in driving i told sister fair i said come on drive with me and just from here to benton harbor about 30 45 wow. minutes just nervous you know because you know something happened that you never it never happened before in your life but then like you said allowing that to not bring fear yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's uh, a fight I, it's a fight you know this is going to happen and it, it was just you know, it was just a natural thought pattern because you're just assuming this is going to be. Yeah. But with the help of the Lord, I learned that if it's your time, regardless as to what. It's you just and you, so you like my, I, that's where I got to. I got to the point, if if God going to call me, he going to call me. But the thing is, we have to fight. Yeah. And yeah. this is worth the fight. It's worth the fight to stand. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is. And I tell people, I said, I am, I'm, I'm running. Yeah. I'm running the race. And I said, I plan on in, I plan on running it to the end. Yes. Because I want my reward. I want my prize. Absolutely. You can't get no, you can't get no reward if you don't finish the race. You have to finish the race. And then, you know, like you said, that's what we're, we're looking to do and, and looking to go. But while you're here on mm -hmm. earth, come on and live, please. And enjoy, enjoy. I mean, Enjoy life. It yeah. is absolute. And if we can tell you yes. that life is beautiful, yes, we promise you life is beautiful. Absolutely. And it's worth living. It and is. Yes, that self-care, taking that time out for you, you know, yeah. loving you. A woman, you'll know how a woman feel about themselves based on their dress, their outer appearance, you know. And sometimes, you know, I tell them push through some things, you know, um, and a lot of people are not living. We just, when we say live, we don't, we don't mean to take God out of the equation No, and that sometimes you have to balance some things out. You know, you just work, 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 work. And then, you know, you're upset. You have some regrets. I decided I'm going to live 
enjoy life. I'm a, you know, go, hey, my kids are older. I can do that now. I have my yeah. grandbabies. I love them. And I spend time with them. But uh, grandmama is, is going to enjoy her life. But the Lord wants us to enjoy life. Absolutely. And that's when we think that as believers that we should look a certain way. Mm-hmm. that we should be, and I don't like looking sour and sad. That's not how he wants to walk around because if that's how you look to be saved, baby, I don't want to be saved. Yeah, listen. And he wants us to enjoy life. He does. Right, and we have to stand on his word. You yeah. know, um, we have to trust God's word. Um, and I think a lot of people, we we preach the word, we, we speak the word, but we really don't believe what we preach and what we say and we're standing on because your mindset, your behavior, your action, um, the way you think, the way you talk, the how, how you handle things will show. Yeah. It shows how I believe and I believe God because that's how I'm going to talk. I believe God. That's how I'm going to act. I believe yeah. God. I trust yeah. him. And yeah. so through this journey, I trust God and You've never failed me. Has it been easy? Absolutely not. Have you wanted to throw in the towel? Yes. Who hasn't? You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Something else. You know, I kind of review and evaluate things every six months. You know, just trying to see exactly, okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? I have my team. Uh, We meet. Okay. Because I know I want to be productive. I want to be positive. I want to be a forward thinker. I'm always thinking of advance. God has always given me witty things. He always yeah, yeah. gives me, you know, unique ideas. And I'm grateful because I know that's a gift that God has given to me that I see beyond what I see. And I'm grateful for that. So I always encourage people, don't be stuck. Yeah, that's bad. Here and drive. Yeah. You know? And you know, I talk, I like that word you use, productive. Mm-hmm. I don't use the word busy. Absolutely. Because you could just be busy just doing, but not producing anything. And, and as you say, busy doing nothing. You know, but I want to be productive. Yeah. Because you don't want to deal with the reality that life has changed for you. Yeah. Because being productive, you're producing. Yes. You see, you see yes. substance out of it. Now, pointing yes. to others. Now, yes. it is giving yourself and time. And, and I can see, so they can say, man, Miss Butler was there. Or, Ivy was there, or Dr. Butler, what you say? I can't wait. I can't wait till you walk. I'm looking forward to when you walk. I'm, I'm, I'm Lord's willing. Yes. Yes. I'm and that's, and but see, but that's what we, that's what we call being driven in purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why when I called you and you said, what, what you need, queen, when you want me, I'll make it happen. Make it and happen. I was like, Lord, she is, because I do, I pray about, I said, okay, Lord, who do I have? Yeah. Because you know, I'm not just have trying to have everybody. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a big name. That's not what I'm trying to do. I just want to convey what God wants his people to know and to have people that represent what he's talking about, of how to be driven in their purpose in God. And it's in and naturally so the things that God is allowing you to accomplish is what I think a lot of women, a lot of people in general want to do. But when you really tap into God and you really say, okay, God, what do you want? He'll let that happen. Yeah. He'll, he'll even hard, even though it's hard because you be like, like, Lord, I'm gonna make it to the end, but you're, you're, 
God is doing it. He's doing it for you. But I can't wait till you walk. I'm looking forward to it. It's a choice. It's a commitment um, and consistency. And you're absolutely right. When they see me, I want them to see themselves. Right. Yeah. I want them to know that we all are one. Is nothing magical. Right. Yeah. It's just make it up in your mind where you want to go in life. And yeah. I decided that if I'm going to God allowed me to remain here, then whatever he has for me to get for me, I'm going to win it all the way. I'll be telling the Lord, give it all. Give it all. I want it all. And, and I think I tell people I'm, I'm selfish. <laughs> and I'm greedy when it comes to the this, things of God. This season, I decided sometimes you have to be that. It's, it's, I'm going to do what I need to do. You know, yeah. a lot of times we um, help so many. And, um, you know, and I'm there most definitely because I want to see everyone win. However, yeah. I had to learn, especially now since I'm focusing on finishing up something. I don't know how I'm doing it, but God has given me strength to do it. And I'm just... Um, honored. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I consider myself blessed for the things God has done. And I know he has not, um, this is not the end. I know there's more in store. It's just trying to, trying to see exactly God, what, what's, what's happening. I see it. Um, I'm living in my now, you know, and I think God is going to, and I tell everyone, you absolutely make that decision, lady, wherever you are at, whatever decision you are at, be comfortable with that. And if you're not comfortable and you said, I want to do something different, do that. Queens support queens. Mm. Not in competition with no one else but me. I'm going to push me, right? Uh, yeah. You're winning. I'm excited. I'm going to support you. And whatever your desire is, whatever your dream is, I'm going to push that. And I think um, we're living in a day of time because uh, just from COVID and and uh-huh. are emotionally out of whack, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so then is is putting things back in perspective and yeah. knowing that you know you're not alone. People want to support you. I want to push you, and I want to see the good. Yeah, you. and I think that's what a lot of I think we have to come together as a body. Yeah, as a whole body. That it's not about like my father in law, the bishop. The late Bishop George E. Robinson used yes. to say, it's not the big eyes, but no. the little U's. Yes. It's just all of us together as a body trying yes. to build the kingdom because that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to build the kingdom of God. And so we support one another and yes. what we're doing that God can get the glory yes. and that we can defeat the enemy Absolutely. and make and just, and you know what I mean, just overcome what the enemy is trying to do within the world. Yeah. And I, and I want to add this um, in the body of Christ. So many times people feel that their position, if they consider it a low position is not a worthy position. Mm, um, I remember when I was, you know, at the hospital and I began to look at different ones in their position, the one that comes in to clean and the one to give the medicine, the one to make up the bed and the one to do it. Every position, every role was important. So, yeah. uh, you know, encouraging people that whatever your role is, your position, you are needed. Yeah. You are yeah. needed. You know, I thought, well, I'll be I'll be happy to be a doorkeeper. Listen, yes. And when, and do it, do it well. Do it as well. the first person that they see when they enter the door. Absolutely. So how they come in. When they say, praise the Lord, I'm so glad you came to work. People are like, wow, I like how 
It is a ministry. Whatever you do in the house of God is a yes. ministry, whether you're cleaning the toilets, absolutely, mopping the floor, yeah. knocking down cobwebs, sing while you do it, absolutely. And, and be praying while because it's still you're still edifying the body of God. And yes. that's what we got to understand. Because I tell people all the time, I'm good sitting in the congregation. Absolutely. Just let me praise him. But yeah, he used to say, you, you know, some people feel, oh, I gotta go to the front. He says, you are who you are, wherever you sit. So if I sit in the back, I'm still, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, you know, if, if we had that 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 um, time to change, I don't mind sitting in the back. No, I sure don't. Because sometimes I'll be trying. Let me try you see a lot in the back. That's what people don't know. You see a yeah, lot. see a lot. But I like sitting in the back. And they get on me all the time. I'm like, why are you sitting all the way back? Because I, I can see everybody. Everybody. From back here. Yeah. And I'm good. I said, I'm still who I am. Absolutely. I've been sitting back here and I'm comfortable. And that's because a lot of people are not comfortable with who they are. Absolutely. And whose they are. Absolutely. So if they can get to that point, then we, we won't have this, this tug of war in the body of God. And we need to stop. We, we need to just roll together. Absolutely. Let's all just roll the same direction. Because wow. if we roll in different direction, we just going around in circles. Yes. And the world now, now, right now, needs to see the body of God coming together Absolutely. as a whole. Um, because you know where I work. Mm -hmm. And we see so many young men leaving here. And it, it is, it is, um, it's, it's, it's huge. 16 within wow. Kalamazoo. And we have them all. We get them all. And they need to know that there is a savior. Absolutely. And it's going to come from us. It's yes. only going to come from us as believers. Yes. And so this is why it is important that we as a body come together and let's be driven in our purpose. Yes. Be a light. Yeah. Uh, be the example and be the role model that's needed spiritually and naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So that's it. So everybody, I'm so glad that you could join us. So we are, can you believe it's been an hour? Whoa, I am honored. It's over. That's it. That's all. It's still her birthday. Listen, I see the cash app that's going across the screen right now. Driven in purpose. If you have not. For me, be a blessing to my queen, this queen here, my sister. Be oh. a blessing. It is her birthday, and I am so honored to be her guest on her birthday. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. So it was funny when we set this date, because you know I didn't really pay attention yes. to the date. And when Chalice was like, Mom, you know that's your birthday? I was like, Wow, we're gonna do it. We're gonna because it's meant. It is it is meant. Yes. And so this is not going to be the first time. I know your schedule is crazy. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but this is not going to be the first time. The next time that we have you on Driven, I hope we're together because it's a different feel. Okay. We're in one room. We're going to make that happen. Because it's going to make that happen. Because I, I want to come together. Okay. And so I want to tell you thank you from the bottom of my heart oh, for coming on Driven and Purpose for season two. You have started off season two. And it is absolutely amazing. I love you. And I, I love want to tell everyone that came on and shared um, watching this video, make sure you like it. Yes. Share it, share it, share it. Share. Turn on your notifications when yes. we start a new video. Yes. Driven. Oh, make sure you follow. My girls are giving me feed, y'all. I got to get 
They say, make sure you follow. So go to Driven and Purpose Facebook page. Make sure you follow. Yes, 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 yes. And I, like I always tell everybody, Shepherd is about to learn this. At the end of every podcast, I always say, let's get it and let's go. Hey, let's get it and let's go. I love you all. Good night, everybody. Bye. I love you. Bye-bye. Girls, thank you. Good job.